Hello and welcome to the Confessions of a Car Cleaner podcast. My name is Alex Regicescu and today we're going to be talking about um, about you want my business, make me feel important. So that's the topic of today's podcast and um, I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story. So this is an old story. It's about... Well, it's about 10 years old now. Um, and he goes back to the time when we had just moved into our um, current house. And because it was an old house, it was, uh, you know, 30 years at the time, 30 years old at the time and 40, 40 years old right now. And because it had, it had not had any, any renovations done. So it was, all of it was original from... I don't remember what year was that, 1979, I think. Um, um, uh, like the builder, and everything was original, and the floors had to be replaced. And the reason for that was that the um, the carpeting, which again was the original carpeting, that the that the um, the person that we bought the house from was the original owner, which who owned the house for since new and they they had it for 30 years now and then um they had the, the carpet was worn out and uh they they had cats and you know we love cats we we we're, we're pretty big on we love dogs we used to have uh dogs not we don't have any dogs right now mostly because um uh, both my wife and I were really busy and we have like a really busy schedule and we we, we really don't have enough time to um, look after a dog and we wouldn't want to make the same mistakes we made in the past but we would leave the dog for hours on end alone in the house um, and if we the, the thing is if we want to get an animal right now we want to give them you know our you know our full attention or or you know most of our attention like as as much attention as possible and and leaving it in the house unsupervised by itself especially when it's the the animal is a, it's young or a puppy or whatever that's i don't think that's a good idea I, I don't think it sets you know uh the relationship between the animal and us on the right course and we wouldn't want to do that so that's why we don't have any uh, uh, dogs right now and we don't have any cats uh, even though we love cats I, I grew up with cats my wife grew up with cats we used to bring home any stray cats from the house and my grandma because I, I was raised by my grandparents she was she was kicking like literally she was kicking them out we lived in this old apartment building and she would kick them out and down the the stairwell and like no mercy whatsoever I love my grandma but I disliked her so much when she did that and she was this wonderful person and I, I loved her so much but then she would be you know the cats were not accepted we lived in the small uh, one bedroom apartment and there was really not enough room for uh, 
all three of us in one cat in there and then she would just be like oh you're bringing this bag of fleas in the house or kick them out they better stay out you know if you want to feed them this she would give me you know she would she would uh, like break up and then she would give me this little bowl of milk that I, would, I could take it out to the door and feed the cat and but she was not allowed in the house so that that happened you know almost regularly but then so I grew up with cats and and now I understand because why she she didn't want the cats why my grandma didn't want the cats in the house uh, because uh, so the owner of the house that we had just moved in um, had cats and she hadn't kept on top of the cleaning at all and the carpet was like a thick pile carpet um, and and then those cats I feel that you know whatever they did they probably urinated around the house and then the odor was so strong it was almost unbearable and our kids were young really small at the time and a lot of you know a lot of their uh walking about was was pretty much mostly crawling about and we couldn't you know bear have them uh crawl about in that on that carpeting so that thing as soon as we moved into the house that thing had to go so the same month uh, carpet had to go fast and then because you know moved into your house uh, you know lots of things to fix everything the original is besides the carpet there were lots of things to fix lots of things to take care of um, we didn't go for the most expensive uh, replacement for the carpets we didn't want carpet uh, we didn't want to replace carpet with carpet and because we wanted something a little bit more um, low maintenance than carpet and we didn't we didn't want hardwood floors because they, they were out of our, out of our budget at the time and they also came with the high cost of maintenance of refinishing and keeping up with the you know keeping on top of things and we chose to go with an in-between which was laminate flooring high quality laminate flooring so the highest quality that we could find at the time but still laminate flooring and that was the replacement of choice and that brings me to the to the point of the story because we hired this contractor to do the job this one person um, who uh, at the time came highly recommended as being this trustworthy and very skilled individual and so we we talked about it he came over he looked around he did the estimate uh, you know he was pretty thorough in, in in doing his inspection and he came up with this cost and it was you know it was we pretty much budgeted as much as he told us this was going to cost and and you know the thing was the the initial budget for job was blown through the roof uh, because it turned out after we pulled some of the old carpet uh, that the builders didn't do such a great job uh, laying out the soft floors and the soft floors were uneven and they had to be leveled in order to become a good substrate for the laminate floor otherwise it would have been all wavy and all over the place right and so the the way this contractor leveled the the soft floors i don't know if that's the the way you do it it was his solution i didn't i have to say i have to admit 
my mistake. I didn't check at the time. I didn't even check afterwards because it never crossed. That didn't even cross my mind to to do it. So he would do it with cement. He would pretty much do it with. I mean, with concrete. Take cement, turn, make it into concrete, and just pour it on the soft floors and 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 level them out. And because they were so uneven. We kept going through bags and bags of cement and, and we ended up using about 20 bags of them. And then after all this was done, uh, the subfloors were ready for the uh, laminate. And it was, it was, it was on top of this, um, like the concrete layer, he would, he would lay down a, a cork layer uh, for insulation and also for um give a little bit of cushioning so the 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 floors would not be too hard when you step on them uh you know make it a little bit harder on the feet uh, make it a little bit easier on the feet uh, this cushioning and so we get to this point where the we were ready to um do to lay down the uh, the cork and the uh the corking and the the laminate so when he initially estimated the job and, and quoted the job, the whole job was supposed to take a maximum of 10 days. So he said, 10 days from now, when, when I start, I start tomorrow, 10 days from now, I'll be out of here and you'll have brand new floors. Uh, and if you've ever gone through any extensive kind of renovation, uh, you know, like kitchen remodel, bathroom remodel, any kind of renovation whatsoever, you can relate to the chaos that comes with it. And so our whole family of four people at the time was confined to the use of only one bedroom and one bathroom, um, which we were okay with it initially. We understood the, you know, the, you know, the, the, the restrictions that the job came with and we had to live in the house at the time while this was taking place. And so this would have been fine if the work took as long as he, as he told us, as, you know, as long as he, the contractor promised us they would take. And so as a little side note, what happened at the time was that um, my family had a had a scheduled vacation out of the country so they um they uh my wife's side of the family the the her parents um and her and her sister and the kids were supposed to go out i didn't want to go at at the time because i had i had uh, work to do they were supposed to go out to europe to visit europe to go to i think the south of france uh if i remember this correctly and for whatever reason, I made the mistake and I still, you know, uh, I, I still regret this to a point. I, you know, I don't believe in regrets, but this is, I, I acknowledge the mistake that I made. And if I were to do things all over again, I wouldn't do it again. I um, kept my younger son behind. So I kept them with me for whatever reason. I didn't, I didn't uh, uh, let them go with everyone else because he was really i mean he was small at a time but not that small he was uh so he was yeah he was five 
And so, I don't know, it was out of selfishness, so I wouldn't be left alone and be just by myself or and feel all lonely and whatever. I have no idea. And I, I also have no idea why my wife went with it. Instead of saying, no, you stay here because, you know, you got work to do and you choose to stay here, whatever. Sacrifice yourself, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, our son comes with us, with his older brother, um, and he should go to this vacation because this, uh, you know, it's a, you know, it's a good opportunity for him to see other places, and and stuff like that. So she would, she went on with it, um, um, for whatever reason, and they left, and we got, you know, we stayed behind, and it was, you know, what happens next is, I don't know if you've ever gone through scenario such as this, but. You know, it's it's the way a lot of people deal with this. You know, a lot of contractors deal with their obligations. So what happened was, halfway through the job, so just when about the the uh, the floors were were about to be laid down, uh, ready the the cork and all that, the laminate and all that stuff. So the they had le- he had leveled the the soft floors and everything was going on the on the last straight um the contractors told us that because of the uh you know the job took a little longer than he anticipated as if that was our you know fault and because of a previous commitment to someone else i quote here quote unquote he had to put our job on hold for two weeks i said what what about us? And see, and his answer was, "I'll return as I'm, as soon as I'm done with the other project." And he left. And so I was facing the perspective of being in this house turned upside down because of the renovation for the next two weeks. Uh, with my younger son. Uh, and and have him go through the same ordeal as I was. Uh, that was completely my fault, and and it was, you know, it, it felt really disappointing. Like this guy who came highly recommended, he just left us hanging, and he blamed us blamed it on his other commitment to another client. To, to whom apparently he had promised he would start a certain job at a certain time. And so his idea of being, you know, keeping his promise to the other person was to leave us hanging and just go do that job and say, you know, it'll take a couple of weeks and then and then I'll come back and, and finish this job. And so, you know, a couple of weeks went by, he finishes the other job, he comes back, and he and he and he finishes the job uh, at our house, and finally the floors were in place, and we regained um, complete use of the entire house. And and you know I've got to I've got to say this: he did a superb job. So you know everything that other people told us about the quality of his, of his work was absolutely true. So. Ten years later, the floors he put in place are 
beyond any any you know uh any complaint or whatever uh it didn't have to come back to fix anything it did it right the first time um you know no it's just superb superb quality and and workmanship i got to say that um but but the way the the way he went about it and and leaving us uh, you know hanging like in the middle of the job with a small kid in the house just cuz he had to attend to a, a different commitment i don't know to me it just felt all wrong and then you know you look at all this is it any wonder that the you know contractor doesn't hold a high place on my recommendation list you know again from a quality perspective he did a wonderful job you know you know i just say you know really great really really great job but on the customer service factor you know i feel he failed us big time he left us hanging and he just went on to collect um another paycheck uh and then on the on the same time he also took our money right was it greed that drove him um you know was it uh a a bad time management um you know bad understanding of the situation lack of empathy uh you know did he even try to put himself in our shoes and and you know understand how it feels like to be in our situation or someone else's situation you know identical situation and and know what we were going through uh and and you know do something about it i uh, you know what i have no idea uh i'll never know and honestly nor do i care and over the years we had tons of projects he could have handled um we also had friends and and lots of people we know asking us for a recommendation for a good contractor that does uh you know this kind of uh, jobs this kind of this kind of renovation but never once we mentioned his name and and the reason is why would we want other people uh risking to go through the same ordeal right why would we want other people friends or acquaintances uh have to have to put up with the with the same kind of experience and you know the way i see this is that the, this contractor strategy was really short term focused you know he won that particular month he got the money but he lost big time in the years that follow so i don't know what his experience with other customers was but you know at some point during the the two weeks when he was away attending to the other jobs i called him and i say come on so how much longer when when are you coming back in to finish the job and you know i got a little bit upset maybe i raised my voice and he said oh you know what you you don't want to cuz at that point i had paid him like probably half the money so he still had half the money to pay him and he said you know what you're upset you know what you don't want to pay me the rest of the money oh that's fine you know you want to hold the money and don't you don't want to pay me cuz you feel like i did something wrong oh that's fine and i said 
no this is that's not what this is about you know sorry i apologize for raising my voice this is about i want to give you the money i want to have the job done also you know i want to pay you i don't want to hold your money back that's not what we enter this this deal for you know we're not that kind of people i want to get the you know i want to get the thing from you that you promised you're going to give me and i want to give you what i promised i was going to give you the money i don't want to hold the money and so you know uh probably he was he was you know tempted to chase every new shiny object he was afraid that you know he was going to lose the other customer if he didn't if you if he told them what the real situation was and if he had told them you know hey look this job that I'm you know in right now is going to take you know a couple of you know probably at the point so since he came back he probably took like just a few days just under a week to finish it so had he told the other customer hey look this job that you know i'm in right now it's going to take a few days longer so you know i apologize i'm going to start a little later with you you know i don't know what he was afraid to lose that customer i don't know but the thing is in general is it is tempting to chase every new shiny object you know maintaining focus really requires hard work and patience and a lot of um you know self restraint pretty much and immediate gratification just feels you know so much better than delayed gratification and also you know the current you know the society we live in right now in the the current trend also doesn't offer a supportive uh environment either so we're you know spoiled every single day from one click ordering to food delivery apps we don't have to cook food comes at the door prepackaged pre-cooked or we even have to just you know take off the wrapping and just throw it in the oven 10 minutes later 15 minutes later we have a fully cooked meal you know it's really it's immediate gratification wherever you turn immediate gratification we are constantly trained for it right but i feel that you know as a small business and a contractor is a small business it is a one man business that's what it is um building long lasting relationships with customers is probably the most important thing uh to do because you know people buy from people they know like and trust and and you know once someone knows you and knows about you the next step for them is to like you and to trust you and the key to trust is just doing what you said you were going to do that's as simple as it is even if it costs you even if it turns out not to be uh, as you initially planned it's just simply doing what you said you were going to do you know even even if you come out negative at the other end if you said you know you'll adjust next time but it, you know when you said you were going to do something just simply do it cuz we don't like people who make us feel unimportant and and when you promise something to someone and you turn right around and you do something else and you don't keep your promise what you're the message you're sending is that you you the other person does not matter you know the other person is not important so if you're doing this on purpose that's the message you want to send it's fine but if you do it you know unknowingly 
and you think there's no, you know, there's no um, harm done if you do that and people understand, uh, you're wrong. Because people do understand when you explain them. They may not like it, but you, when you explain it to them and you apologize, but you come, come forth and you say it, you know, uh, you show them appreciation and you show that you value them. And, and we all want to feel valued. So, you know, that was the theme of today's podcast. Uh, it relates mostly to, you know, small business and, and the way that companies, uh, I think they should treat their uh, customers. Um, and, you know, if they want, you know, want someone's business, they got to make those people uh, feel valued. Um, so thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time that you put into listening to my podcast. And again, thank you for being here. And we'll, um, you know, we'll get together again next time.